I'm Kylie, and you're listening to Spin, a podcast about love stories in all shapes and sizes. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> this is take two for us, but yeah, we don't know what's happening today. It's okay. Yeah. It's the it's the rain. It's the fall weather. Mm-hmm. Oh, in the first oh. recording, we talked about the fall weather. <laughs> we did. Well, it's been rainy here in the PNW, so Which I'm is drinking- good. Right, exactly. Yes. Cause hashtag fires. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm drinking a tea that is in a mug that says "I heart Guam," and Just, I've never been to Guam. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you need to read the the tea oh. thing again. Yes, and the tea bag says, "In all things of nature, there's something of the marvelous." Wow, I <laughs> said it wrong again. Marvelous. Mar. Marvelous. Marvelous. <laughs> it just doesn't. Like, looking at it, it doesn't... Anyways. Yeah. So No, we, we get it, Kendall. <laughs> I can't... You know, spelling and pronunciation have never been my strong suit, but that's, and that's okay, okay. Because it's... It, that doesn't um, inform intelligence, I've read. No. So. It doesn't anyway. matter. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> talk. Wait, do you know that... Did you ever watch Spongebob? I feel like you didn't. I was not allowed to watch Spongebob, which Zane likes to hold over my head all the time. Mm. I think I think I mostly was not allowed to watch it because my parents thought it was very annoying. Yep. My parents <laughs> thought it was the most annoying thing. So they were like, turn that off. Yeah. But I would watch it when they were not home, I guess. I was but, too good. I was like, oh, not allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's like one episode where Patrick, I think it's, oh, is it Patrick? <gasps> no, it's from The Office. <laughs> SpongeBob, The Office. Sense. Those are, I mean, <laughs> do you did you watch all this i feel yeah. like you know, right yeah. um what's his name why am i forgetting it i want to say carl. carl is it carl is there a carl in accounting what's that guy's name that's not angela or kevin oscar kevin okay <laughs> he says like me no why speak word when me no you know <laughs> yeah. that's how i feel so SpongeBob to the office to Kendall's vocabulary. <laughs> We've been on a journey today. Right. We really have. Ooh. Um, well, I don't have any updates about my life for once, so Me neither. That's okay. We'll just we get can, right into it. We can get into it. Episode fifteen. That's that's a lot. <laughs> Um, we're like, you know, officially a teenager at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, who, we're past the preteen, I feel like. Who could potentially be in puppy love. Oh my gosh. Love that segue. Full circle. Okay. <laughs> well, do you want to talk about like the format of today's episode? Because I think it's a little different. At least my, my stories are a little in a different format. So Sure. Okay. Okay. So we're going to have love facts like normal. <laughs> My, I'm like kind of flipping the script. It, it'll be a little bit listener love esque oh. because I couldn't find like a specific detailed story with pictures to go along. Yeah, and I was thinking about it too. Like, if this was a childhood crush, why would you have pictures? Yeah, you know, That'd to go along with it. Weird. So, anyways, I just have I have six like little mini stories. Aww. Um, and then. Along with our regular human story. This is the main twist. 
So in addition to our human puppy love stories, uh, we are going to tell some puppy puppy love stories to just round it out, you know? Puppy love stories were difficult to find. In part because most of what comes up is about actual puppies. So mm-hmm. we couldn't resist. We couldn't. And we almost pulled the plug on the the topic. So sorry to be the one to choose a topic we almost pulled the plug on. No, but. we have too much integrity. <laughs> <laughs> we do. No, we made it work. It's good. We did. And I have some cool love facts. Cool. Well, okay. I don't know if they're cool, but they're, you know. Okay, so... My puppy love fact. <laughs> uh, my first one comes from Wikipedia, which defines puppy love, uh, which can also be known as a crush, <laughs> uh, as a term for romantic or platonic love, which is often felt during childhood and adolescence. Mm-hmm. And Wikipedia says that it's called puppy love because it resembles the adoring, worshipful affection that may be felt by a puppy (laughs) um puppy love also often occurs when a child becomes infatuated with an adult like a teacher an actor Um, or a musician which i think totally makes sense yeah um edward cullen and (laughs) 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 and uh it's also usually part of the maturation process when children start feeling affection for people who are outside of their families and finally wikipedia also says that puppy love can be a derogatory derogatory term used to dismiss the significance of a person's feelings oh it's it's just puppy love you'll get over it yeah uh speaking of uh childhood loves watch our tiktok to find out about kendall's childhood love yes (laughs) childhood infatuation yeah i was definitely boy crazy so anyways we'll we'll get to that i have a whole love fact kind of about that (gasps) i don't have a good segue so i'm just gonna go into my next fact um i was reading a article and in that article it was talking about a psychologist named dr rose And Dr. Rose likens young kids' crushes to other types of pretend play, such as playing house or ambulance driver. It's a kind of practice. Oh, my gosh. That's so interesting. And they say regarding this, in research on children's social and cognitive development, those activities are discussed as very important in terms of trying out at a very rudimentary level adult roles. She said, I could see crushes as very similar. Oh my so, gosh, I love yeah. that. Yeah, and I, I feel like that, that totally makes sense because when you are like, you know, you like a different boy on Monday than you do on Friday, yeah. you're just trying it out. And yeah, there might be like feelings attached to it, but uh-huh. I, I'm not still salty that my first grade cu- crush didn't chase me back on the, the recess. On the recess. I That was a terrible <laughs> sentence. You know what I mean. We get what you, you mean. No, and you're like trying out what it means to like someone or love someone. Yeah. Oh my, I'm, my mind is blown. Well, my second love fact <laughs> uh, is um, from an Elite Daily article with uh, some information from somebody named Dr. Gary Brown. Who says that puppy love is typically more related to what someone feels about the object of their affection rather than who the person really is. 
Dr. Brown also says that all relationships can experience puppy love at the beginning, and it usually lasts right up until the relationship is confronted with one or a series of conflicts that are difficult to resolve. And although puppy love is sweet, Dr. Brown tells us that a real and sustained relationship cannot be built on puppy love, surprise, surprise, (laughs) Uh, that partners must be real and transparent with each other. Which makes me wonder what the difference between puppy love and, like, the honeymoon phase is. Exactly what I was just thinking. I don't know. I feel like puppy love could be more for, like, first relationships, Mm. like, in the initial parts. I don't know. But I I think it could be, like, the description you just said, it makes me think it's synonymous with the honeymoon phase. Or maybe more innocent. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Or maybe you're not even, like to the honeymoon phase yet like you're you're still like feeling each other out mm-hmm. and trying to get to know if you even want to like get to that point so. <laughs> who knows yeah we're relationship experts so we are <laughs> <laughs> um okay our love facts are not connected so as per usual facts. true um my next love fact is Regarding research on school sex ed in the Netherlands, which is one of the world's most sexually healthy and gender equal countries. And this research found that Dutch speakers use the term (laughs) verlift zien, which translates to being in love. And they use that term with equal credence for children, teenagers, and adults. So they don't say like, oh it's just puppy love they say you're in love we're in love mom and dad are in love and you're in love with your first grade schoolboy crush <laughs> that's so validating right exactly and that's what they're talking about they're saying you know like this within this research the same doctor dr rose cautioned against teasing so like you're saying don't dismiss it and be like oh you know it's just puppy love puppy love don't ask kids of any age whether they have a boyfriend or a girlfriend because that could send unintended messages about gender issues or sex or make them feel embarrassed to open up about love in the future and i always think it's so weird when you meet like a four-year-old and you're like oh do you have a girlfriend yet like what i'm four no these are my trucks like can we play now (laughs) it's like uh that tiktok um I've only been doing this for two fucking days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and then my last part of this three-part love fact, <laughs> love fact, I can't talk today, is that research shows that American boys want intimacy and romance at the same rate as girls, but by admitting that they're at risk to seem emasculine. Oh. So isn't that interesting? Because you always think girls are boy crazy. Yeah. You know, but it's like, no, they boys want it just as, as much, but they can't admit it. So. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How yeah. sad. <laughs> I know. I hate it. Um. Well, let me bring back up the mood with Great. my final love fact. Because now that we know uh, what puppy love is and why you need more than puppy love for a good relationship, I have turned to lovepanky.com <laughs> to tell us uh the difference between puppy love and quote-unquote real love uh so you can tell the difference in your relationship oh great i was really wondering so according to this website here are some signs that it's just puppy love you fell in love suddenly you can't get enough of them 
you do nice things to make them like you more. You think everything they do is adorable and you're kind of obsessed with them. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. And here are signs it's real love. You're comfortable. You feel safe. You still feel desire, but it's more admiration than infatuation. You feel certain. You want to do nice things because it makes them happy. You love them for who they are and not what they look like or what they provide for you. You feel evenly matched. You feel content. Their happiness is your happiness and you completely trust them. I have some qualms with the (laughs) your happiness is their happiness kind of thing, but sure. I mean, this was from (laughs) lovepanky.com. You know, maybe not the most reliable source, but who's to say? Truly. Um, well, I, I, my last love fact actually goes right in line with that. Oh my gosh. Kind of. But (laughs) it's it's the signs that you are boy crazy. Oh, okay. (laughs) We'll see who, who would have identified with these signs. Okay. Um, so the first sign is you're always crushing on a boy or two. (laughs) Next sign is wherever you go, you hope there will be a cute boy there. And if there isn't, you're truly disappointed. (laughs) I mean, <laughs> you know, if 14-year-old Kendall is like, check, check, check. Yeah. The next one is you talk about boys with your friends all the time. Number five, four. <laughs> in a room full of people, you look for the cutest guy. And once you've found him, you keep him in your sights at all times. Who doesn't? <laughs> uh, number five, you believe that having a boyfriend will make you happy. Well. And the last one, you go places you know your crush will be, which is so funny because when I was in middle school, I think it was middle school, maybe freshman year, there was a skate park kind of (laughs) close by. And I would literally make my mom drive by, like go out of her way to drive by the skate park on the way home just so I could see if there's a cute cute boys there. Did you ever stop or you were just like, mom, type? Oh, no. Oh, God, no. You just get it. Like even leaning back in the passenger seat just wanting to scope it out and see who's there oh but your mom did it that's so sweet oh yeah was she no. like on oh, kendall she's probably like oh yeah there he is <laughs> <She's> like, hey <laughs> <laughs> go talk to him <laughs> oh man had. shall we get into it like the the meat meat and potatoes <laughs> <laughs> yes let's okay. d- let's do it you're first I- it's my first or it's your first yes (laughs) great thank you um so these stories come from a reddit thread oh i didn't get them off reddit because we've discussed this i i can't figure out reddit i tried it just is confusing to me the aesthetic like (laughs) the ui for any geeks out there is not my fave and i just can't get on board so i respect that i agree Um, so this is Right. This is an article <laughs> from that Reddit thread. Um, okay. So this first story, I have six mini stories, comes from Ganethos. Those are the usernames. Oh, okay. Um, and they say, I was six years old when I had my first crush on a girl in my class. I saw her kissing another kid in my class when school was over. So I asked her if I could get a kiss as well. And she said, yes. <laughs> Why not? <And> me. <laughs> I spent the entire afternoon searching for wedding pictures and magazines and newspapers that I cut out and glued on a tin cookie box that I filled with all kinds of candy. 
The next day at school, I gave her the box and asked her to marry me. (laughs) (laughs) I think we dated for a week or two until everything went back to normal and we both pretended nothing happened. (laughs) It was pretty awkward. She contacted me through Facebook 20 years later and told me she still had that tin cookie box. No way. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I know. That's adorable. I love that. Like, you just get so into something. Like, we have to get married now, you know? <laughs> too, too bad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know I we're six, go. but. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Um, the next one is from Epic Kiddo. I, I don't know. Um, Daniel in kindergarten. Okay, so the prompt, remember, is like first childhood crush. Mm-hmm. Daniel in kindergarten. Also my first boyfriend and first kiss. I asked him to sit next to me during story time, and we held hands, and then we would meet up before school, and he would carry my backpack to the classroom and hang it up for me, and then he'd carry it for me to the spot where we would part ways so I could get picked up, and he'd get on the bus after school. We always napped next to each other (laughs) and always ate snacks together. I used to bring him stickers, and he told me I was pretty, and one day we snuck into the closet where we kept backpacks, and I gave him a kiss. (laughs) Dang, Daniel, where are you these days? I mean, I was going to say, that's not too different from uh, what me and my husband do. We just take naps by each other and eat snacks. <laughs> Sneak into closets, take kids. <laughs> my backpacks. <laughs> uh, this also reminds me, my mom is a retired kindergarten teacher. I should have yes. asked her oh my she gosh, had any good stories. Have. I know. I didn't even think about that. Okay, next one is from Scarlet Emoji. They say, his name was Jose Perez, and I approached my crush on the same way that I have every crush after. I ignored him and hoped for a miracle. (laughs) That's my approach. (laughs) The next one is from Zandy Man, which makes me think of... I know. Beach to Sandy? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Second grade, Jennifer Smith. So I can't even Google her to find out where she is now. I signed her autograph book, I Think You Are the Cutest Grill, in class. She <laughs> laughed at my spelling. <laughs> Permanently traumatized. <laughs> Honestly. Um, okay, I have two more. And then I want to share one of mine as well, <gasps> like a personal one. Oh, I love that I just idea. thought of this on the fly. <laughs> um, the next one is from The Bang Zats. Hmm. Wrote her a letter with the kind of romantic language I learned from the telenovelas my babysitter would watch. Stuff like, I long for your the sweet touch of your lips. <laughs> I was six or something. <laughs> I also said I wanted to marry her. When my parents asked, where would you sleep? I triumphantly answered, together in your room, of course. In parentheses, I still slept in my parents' bed because I was too scared to sleep alone. <laughs> That's so cute. You know, like, it's like, we'll just all sleep in your guys' bed, right? Like, Also, um, that just reminds me of Jane the Virgin. I feel like Jane would do that. <laughs> right? That That's weird. I kind of, I like totally get that. Well, I guess telenovelas. Too. Yeah. That, that's um, not what we think of it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Last one from this Reddit thread is from Sharky Andrew. Boy named Carl punched him in the stomach because I thought it would make him think I was a cool, tough girl Instead, he cried, his mom yelled at me, and I had to stay in for a recess. Womp womp. <laughs> oh, boy. Those were the little Reddit thread stories. I and love I'll that. And I'll tell you 
my kindergarten love story. Okay. I think his name was Nick. Now I don't fully remember. But he had pierced ears. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. And like frosted tips, you know, like full 90s, early 2000s kind of vibe. Yeah. And he would always like... I just remember specifically him protecting me from a mean boy at recess. And I was like, oh, my hero. <laughs> and then one day he didn't show up for class. And then like a week goes by and he doesn't show up and like a month goes by. And no one told us anything. And I full on thought he died. Like, <gasps> oh, I thought he died. <laughs> but retrospect, I'm sure he just moved. Yeah, so that's probably more likely. I should look him up on Facebook, though. That'd be funny. Wow. Anyways, that's my... That's little. adorable. I, now I need to see a picture of baby Kendall. Okay. I look yeah. exactly the same except just straight. I really think you do. Yeah. I, I don't know why my face never changed. <laughs> um. Okay. Wait. The gift that keeps on giving. One more puppy love story about actual puppies. The best story of the day. Absolutely. This one has some photos if you want to go look okay. at them. Um, so this story is about Ralph and Annie. <gasps> Ralph, I know. I, Isn't that, I just those are cute names. So cute. So Ralph is the human in this scenario, and Annie oh, is the dog. I thought Ralph um, was a dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> so Ralph is an autistic young boy, and his family wanted to hopefully find a dog that could assist Ralph with things like being more active outdoors making new friends, practicing socialization skills, and providing an anchor to find comfort in. So Ralph's mom had been volunteering at a lar- at large animal adoption events for years, all while not having a pet of their own. And then they found Annie. Annie is not a trained service dog, but she ended up being the perfect fit in assisting Ralph. If he's having a hard time, she rushes in to check on him and licks his face until he starts laughing. And when he doesn't want to leave his room, her need to be walked forces him to go outside and get fresh air. Uh, Annie helps Ralph socialize when they're out and about because kids come over and meet her and love how adorable she is. So it's a great instant icebreaker. Okay, and then this is the quote from Ralph's mom and then I'm done. (laughs) But Ralph's mom says... I'm a firm believer that no emotional ailment exists that cannot be cured by the love of Annie. She's a nanny, a therapist, a fitness coach, a kiss machine, a weighted blanket, a friendship maker, a sister, a daughter, a member of our family, and truly our very best friend. How we ever survived without her is baffling to us now. She will live in our home and in our hearts forever. Why am I more emotional now than I was last week with the story about Norwood and what's her name? <laughs> I know. It's just the dog love, puppy love in all facets is just so pure. And yeah. it's just like, oh, you know. So anyways, those are my puppy love stories. Oh, well, everybody has to go look at the pictures because Annie is so cute. And so sweetheart. is Ralph. Yeah. They make a cute little friend yeah. group friend couple (laughs) i am excited to hear your puppy love story so my i only have one human story and my uh puppy story is not as cute but it is pretty cute (laughs) okay um (laughs) uh you'll see so my human story was written by nicole burrell from belleville new jersey 
And she submitted the story to the Reader's Digest in response to a prompt about first-time love. And unfortunately, since this was a submission, I also do not have pictures, but here we are. So when Nicole was 16 years old, she met a boy. (laughs) That's the story. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He was the pastor's son and he was very sweet. He played the guitar and he looked a little bit like Josh Groban, which he's like a singer. Like a country singer? I think so. Josh Groban. <laughs> I'll put a picture of Josh Groban on the website. How about that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. He, oh, oh, I've definitely... He's an actor. Ha- is he? He's definitely been in movies. I've seen his face before. Anyways, okay. He's an official website. Okay, anyway. So he looked like Josh Groban, Groban who um, Nicole was obsessed with at the time. So she was all about it. And Nicole met this boy at her youth group, which had about 50 kids total in it. He hadn't paid very much attention to Nicole until one day when he suddenly started showing interest in her. The two did what you'd expect of teenagers in puppy love. It was fall, so they went to a bonfire in their church parking lot. (laughs) And they separated from the group a little bit so they could be alone together. Of that night, Nicole recalls, I can close my eyes and feel that night, the heat of the fire pushing against the chill in the air, the shouts and laughter of the crowd far in the backdrop of our conversation, the sense that something I had only read about in books was finally, at last, happening to me. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I know. And I feel like we can all relate to what she's talking about. Like you read books about people or teenagers falling in love, like in the summer and Yeah. yeah. So... I think that's definitely relatable. Um, and by the time Nicole's birthday came around, the, this boy dropped by her work to give her a gift. And that gift, <laughs> that gift was a Hillary Duff CD. Iconic. <laughs> the best present ever, gift. honestly. I love that. <laughs> um, and then his birthday was after hers. And he had a party with a bunch of people where they played hide and seek in the woods behind his house. Ooh, perfect for this scenario. I know. Did you ever play sardines? Oh, yeah. For sure. Well, that's perfect in your neighborhood. Yeah. I only did it, like, a couple times with... Yeah. (laughs) My neighborhood's not like that, so... (laughs) I had to do it at other people's houses. But, anyway. uh, So, during the game, the boy helped Nicole over a log or a rock or something. And in doing so, he obviously held her hand to help her. And she says that the boy probably didn't actually think anything of it. But for her, it was the first time they held hands. <laughs> I love that. Like, mental note, October 15th, 8 p.m. You know, I was wearing this flannel. And <laughs> and he held my hand. Yeah. Um, but this was only puppy love. And he seemed to have less interest in the relationship than Nicole did. So after a few months, the boy moved, moved on. Everything stopped. The calls, the awkward and shy conversations at church, everything. Nicole writes, So I watched and waited, feeling worried and already approaching heartbreak. But, and oh, this makes me so sad for my younger self, still hopeful. (laughs) So by Christmas time, Nicole knew her answer. The youth group went on an ice skating trip and Nicole signed up to go with her friends. But she knew he would be there. And she still hoped that he might start showing interest in her again. 
Did you do ice skating? Not in a group or with boys. I went ice skating once with my two, like, girlfriends, and I was horrible at it. <laughs> and I never went again. I'm good at rollerblading. I think. <gasps> Did you have a skate ring? I, I mean, not personally. Oh, my gosh. Let's <laughs> post the picture of us at the roller skating rink oh, in college. Okay. Yes. Yes. I love that. That's such a cute photo. Yeah. Fun fact, my <laughs> dad's parents owned a skating rink. No way. Back in New York. <gasps> yeah. But then they sold it at some point, so. You could probably make so much money on that. I mean, after we can see each other again, you know? I'm sure people well, would be so into that because I think people are getting back into skating. I yeah oh yeah because tiktok you see all those like cute retro girls that are in their like cute retro skates and like going yeah. down the street to that one song you know right you know that, I, that's that's smart invest yeah. <laughs> uh so anyway nicole was at this uh ice skating thing and um she was hoping that the boy would come and ask her to skate with him but unfortunately that did not happen nicole writes um that the one thing that happened that tells every teenager where they stand is the couple skate. Yep. So Nicole was waiting off to the side, hoping when she saw the boy skating with another girl. It was the boy's ex-girlfriend who he, who he had apparently gotten back together with. Sad. And Nicole was heartbroken. Poor Nicole. That's very sad. <laughs> um, and now I'm going to read the last two paragraphs of Nicole's story, story verbatim because they're really beautiful. So shout out Aww. to Nicole. And if you want to read the whole story in her words, you can go to the description slash show notes and click on the link that's right there. And so you can see easy. them. Yeah. So he- here's what she wrote. <clears throat> now none of that matters. I can hear my husband downstairs explaining who Michael Jackson is to our two kids. (laughs) (laughs) He's playing them the music video from Free Willy because they are currently obsessed with orcas. I married a guy who exceeds anything the teenage version of myself could have drawn up. Back then, I didn't know that the whisper of first love was just an introduction to the concept. Which is like what that Dr. Rose was saying. Yeah. I couldn't even conceive of a man who would love me enough to take on infant night feedings to empty dishwashers and to have patient conversations and share inside jokes. I've walked past that rink in the park many times in the years since my first experience with love. And even though I've moved on, it all comes back to me in that spot. I can feel the drizzle and see the lights. I'm a teenager again. He's out there skating with her and my heart is breaking. I turn away to get back on the bus to New to New Jersey with my friends, refusing to allow myself to cry, and I think in the wisdom of youth, now I know what love feels like. In the wisdom of youth. I know. Go, Nicole. So that's Nicole Burrell's story of her first little puppy love. Love that story. That's very relatable. I know. And it's like comes back around and yeah. Yeah. Go Nicole. Go Nicole. We love you, Nicole. maybe uh, um thank you for the content <laughs> anyway um so now i'm going to round out my time with some information about actual puppies trying to find love wait what okay wait you'll okay. see <laughs> okay. so 26 year old entrepreneur k 
Kevin Botero was thinking about all of the pet influencers on social media and realized that pets needed their own social media too. So he created Pinder, named after Tinder, of course. (laughs) What? The app aims to connect single pets with friends or potential mates. The app allows users to upload a photo, enter their location, and choose a favorite snack. (laughs) And, just like Tinder, the user can swipe left or right on each pet depending on whether or not they're interested. Then, once a match happens, users get the option to talk to each other on on another social media platform like Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. (laughs) Botero thinks that since relationships come out of people just walking their pets or taking them to the dog park or whatever, it's very likely that human relationships will also emerge from Pinder. (laughs) On Pinder, Botero says, you're getting that level of pet-obsessed parent you're looking for, which in reality is somebody just like you. (laughs) Wow. The app is aimed at millennials and Gen Z. As you might expect, (laughs) Botero found in his research that about 55% of millennials with social media follow at least one pet persona account. For example, Jack underscore the underscore underscore pug. (laughs) Is that right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So far, Pinder has locked in Mushu or at smushy underscore mushy on instagram as part of their advisory board oh my god and mushu is adorable i highly suggest you check them out um pinder did a soft launch at the beginning of september so you can't download it as an app yet but you can find them at pinderpets.com and start swiping online okay i'm going to (laughs) you have to yes i have to sign jack up yeah, so right now they um they're using the online app to hold a Halloween costume contest. So, a swipe right on a pet is a vote for it to enter or to is a vote a swipe right on a pet is a vote for it to win the costume contest. And it's adorable and you should definitely check it out and enter your pet if you have one. <laughs> and <laughs> You can go to their website directly or through our website where I have posted an adorable an adorable picture of a dog named Max, the goodest of boys from Seattle, Washington, who is reminding us all to vote and to save the post office. So go oh check gosh. out Pinder at PinderPets.com. Max. <laughs> do you see Max? I do see Max. He's so cute. And he's a PNW no local. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. And he likes cheese sticks. <laughs> Me too, I Max. Just, <laughs> I was just thinking about introducing cheese to Jack, but then, you know, I don't want to increase his human food intake and then his begging. Right. That's but annoying. In any case, maybe I think that Jack needs some friends. I was just talking to my parents about how, like, he doesn't socialize enough with other people or dogs. Mm-hmm. So we need to get on that so i think pinder is like you know the answer yeah wow i know also i've never gotten the chance to be on tinder so right it sounds so fun honestly yeah. like just judging people and swiping <laughs> and i'm game i'm ready to do it on pinder i may not have a pet but you know 
it's okay we can we'll share jack's account you know perfect <laughs> you can look at the messages um i'm just looking at their website and it says i think this the dog's name is trigger but his favorite snack is timbits oh do you know what, what? timbit is no i don't is that from canada here's my canadian knowledge coming in hot a timbit is from tim hortons it's basically just a donut hole i like donut holes yeah you would Sounds like timbits good. then Wow. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as your reaction like made me put two and two together, but I was yeah. like, Tim Boo. No, I'm sure. Know? I'm sure it's in the back of your mind somewhere because. Yeah. 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 Wow. I love that. So what is next week's theme? Next week's theme is love on Tinder. Oh <laughs> my gosh. I love that. I'm excited. I think I, I did a cursory search and. I think there's some good stuff. I I would imagine. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of research going into Tinder. There really? Has to be. I don't I don't know about it, but I would assume. Yeah. I mean, the whole dating game in general has pivoted so much. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. But now everyone's all on Bumble, Hitch. Is that what it's called? Hitch. I think. Hinge. Hinge. Hitch. That'd be a little presumptuous. <laughs> <Is that> movie. <laughs> oh, and the movie. That yeah. would be a good name though right hitch hmm. well it was a little bit of a short and sweet episode but you know you just take it out and hold it that's annoying do you feel like a do you feel like hillary duff <laughs> <laughs> this is what dreams are made oh no the one song i liked was come clean so yesterday um it starts with an For, m I feel like, or maybe that was a cd title yeah is that a song it's a it's a it's an album <laughs> but i think she did have a song yeah uh hillary duff and avril lavigne were like mm. quality the, probably the last two musical artists i was interested <laughs> in <laughs> that was your peak and then you just you know nothing can top that so yeah here i am oh my gosh, wait i want to hold my microphone and talk like a pop star <laughs> i'm jealous i feel like you know but this welcome hurting. to our live show oh my god zane works at a theater kind of part in part but um and they're trying to figure out like what to do now and i'm like there'll be five attendees <laughs> <laughs> but i mean let's do it it's a non-profit though so like do charity to us how does that work I don't, I don't get known for profits. Probably, probably like Donations. the arts. The arts. <laughs> <laughs> well, they make money. I don't from get it. Sales and stuff. What? Then how is it not for profit? That's profit. <laughs> but where does it? But not nonprofits make profits. I think but they I just aren't going to like they themselves. Aren't pay, they aren't. They're paying people, but they're not. I don't know. Kendall. The, that make any sense. I don't know. I definitely took a class about that, but really, I don't remember. Well, I like know. in one of my business classes, yeah, it talks about all the different useful things to know. Things about business. Well, thank you for coming to our Hillary Duff podcast live show. <laughs> Do I really look like Hillary Duff now? I mean, you're not quite blonde enough, but well, n- blonde enough. <laughs> 
for everyone listening i have very dark brown hair so. yeah thanks for listening to our hillary duff podcast as kylie was accurately mentioning our hillary duff puppy crossover podcast oh yeah <laughs> thanks <laughs> Um, so next week we will see you on Tinder. Oh my gosh. Should we make a, <gasps> could we catfish someone? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I was thinking we could put our, we should make fake, we should edit ourselves into a Tinder profile for Instagram. For, oh, okay. You yeah. know, that's a good idea. That doesn't hurt anyone, I guess. Um, okay. Enough of that. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week about some Tinder. Bye.